This podcast was created as part of the Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Welcome back to a brand new episode of What's the Hype with Pafunctri. This is your host Ravdeep Anand. As we enter the hangover months of the year, I've started building a list of goals that I want to achieve before this year ends. I have a solid target for the Pafunctri newsletter and the podcast and together we'll try to hit these before the year comes to a close. I also want to start a community either on Discord or Slack, so do let me know what you use and we'll get started there as well. This week on the Perfunctory newsletter, I wrote a thorough piece on the great attrition slash resignation phenomena that is happening as we speak throughout the world. I believe it was bound to happen considering what everyone has gone through in the last two years. This actually reminds me of something that I read early this year. During the late Middle Ages, around 1350 to 1450 AD, the bubonic plague, also called the Black Death, devastated Europe by killing approximately a third of the population. Now, because of this encounter with the plague, several economic, social, and religious effects that vastly changed the European society took place and contributed to Europe's emergence into the Renaissance, an age of exploration. I see a stark similarity to that sort of an age ushering for us as well. We'll definitely discuss this at length some day, but for today we'll focus on Evergrande. There was a brief news on 11th of November that Evergrande, the second largest real estate developer in China, had officially defaulted on its bonds. It was unable to make the required interest payment of 148 million dollars in time. Although there was a follow up to that news that they had met the deadline to pay the overdue interest on 3 US dollar bonds before their grace period ended signaling that it had averted another potential default and triggered a rally in their shares Evergrande was up by 8.4% in the Hong Kong morning trade but what exactly happened with Evergrande and what led to the situation that it is in right now since this is a troubling issue i will not enter the episode saying what's the hype with Evergrande There is no hype it's very real and I'm not someone who is qualified enough to give advice whether this will cause a worldwide market crash or will it be contained in China itself With that being said let's discuss what is Evergrande The Evergrande Group or the Evergrande Real Estate Group is China's second largest property developer by sales It is a Fortune Global 500 enterprise and the biggest residential developer in China with yearly sales amounting to 110 billion dollars it employs 200,000 people directly and creates 3.8 million jobs each year indirectly it also has an interest in a number of other markets like electric vehicles sports music etc but what is going on with evergrande right now let's look at the timeline of where we are and what led to this a few months back the chinese communist party the government of china laid out what they call their three red lines about debt based growth for large developers a 70% ceiling on liabilities to assets a 100% cap on net debt to equity and cash to cover short term borrowings this move was done to cut financial risk and promote affordable housing in the country due to these three red lines evergrand has been heading towards a default on making payments on a reported debt of at least 305 billion dollars with the majority of these payments being due in 2022 to put that into perspective 300 billion dollars is the entire gdp of countries like ireland denmark hong kong or portugal 
Evergrande is at a point where it does not have enough money to pay these loans, pay contractors and other vendors working on their unfinished properties. Some reports point towards them offering unfinished apartments in lieu of cash payments. They have also contracted out the best of debt protection law firms and agencies and have also promised partial repayment to a few investors, including foreign investors like UBS, JP Morgan and the Western banks. This has led to a downgrade from major credit rating agencies worldwide. This has further proceeded into a downward spiral, which usually happens when large institutions start failing. Can't borrow more money as they cannot repay money borrowed already, which leads to no money being available to complete properties to sell. So now where are we heading with this and why we should care? This represents a huge systemic risk for China's economy and potentially other economies of the world. Evergrande has a huge network which touches various parts of the economy through its hiring of vendors, agencies and the large number of businesses they deal with, including smaller developers. On September 15th, 2008, Lehman Brothers collapsed dissolving $600 billion in US assets, leading us to the worst market crash since the Great Depression. Right now, Evergrande has about $300 billion in unserviced debt, which is due to lenders, suppliers, and other investors, and it seems to be at risk because of a cash crunch at the developer's end. This means a default on its bonds along with billions of unpaid dollars to Chinese contractors and goods suppliers. It also means the largest ever bulk real estate liquidation ever if Evergrande goes under. That real estate collapse would mean the asset sheets of other real estate developers, banks and mortgage companies in China would all crumble. China owns 15.5% of the global debt and with this crisis in their country, they will actively start pursuing this external debt. That brings us to the question, can this be prevented? There's a chance that the CCP steps in and finds a way to bail out or unwind Evergrande. Their internal policies do point to this direction, but it will still have mass implications as the bailout will be done for pennies on the dollar. But if they decide to let it be, then the market conditions are primed for a full-scale meltdown, further exacerbated by all-time high stocks, huge inflation and disconnected markets. There is also another take on this situation that considering the fact that the majority of the loans given to Evergrande were from Chinese banks itself, it might not lead to a spiral at a level even close to what happened in 2008. But I believe only time will tell how the CCP handles this and how the world markets react to this news. We have seen that Evergrande has managed to make its interest payments which were due on 11th of November. And I hope for the sake of all the markets in the world, they keep on making these interest payments. No, there is no hype scale this time. The hype is real, the problem is real, and markets are thriving on borrowed time. What is your take on the whole situation with Evergrande? Will the world governments let it play out as another version of 2008? Or will we stop this right now only to push it further into the future for a bigger meltdown? Let me know your views. If you're still here, thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this episode. You can sign up for the Perfunctory newsletter with the link in the description of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at perfunctory.club. Do follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to get regular updates. Thank you and always remember that you are special, you are loved and you matter. See you in the next one.